0: All right, so you're telling me that you were uh, non-consensually subjected to the Black Eyed Peas today, which is a really weird one for 2020. Like, that is a... That's a past problem.
1: I don't want to talk about it. I'll just say the word throwback and then just register my disgust at the idea of Black Eyed Peas and throwback being used in the same sentence. That's
0: a weird one, because there were more popular, better things. Like, not necessarily all bad art, but it wasn't the nadir of
1: music you know they were really bad a and they were really big b i remember that one super bowl halftime show that killed right. their career right uh because of how fucking awful it was and then i thought i was done with them i thought that the world was done with them but no now they're a throwback Oh, throwback, jams! it's a guilty pleasure. Whenever someone fucking says self. fucking
0: throwback, I always think of that fantasy thing. I guess the stock example is like fucking Mumra, the ever-living, of just this shadow pushing the lid off of its goddamn tomb and coming back down to haunt the village again.
1: Oh, man, throwback is smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. Or maybe I'm just getting fucking old.
0: I'm so happy that there are new, generic people that were not alive when that shit came out who feel a desire to hear it in playlists. I like to call them failed Zoomers and I feel like we should just sort of put a pillow over that like 5%'s head.
1: Oh, do you know that there are plenty of Zoomers who cannot recognize the bedroom where that dude had the World of Warcraft freak out in just by, you know, the side (laughs) of the bedroom? Like, that's a privilege afforded to only members of our generation.
0: Oh shit, do you think they would recognize the black couch?
1: Yeah, I feel like the Black Couch is... That's not a generational thing.
0: Oh, that's universal? That's like the Japanese
1: pool? Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. You had to explain the Japanese pool to me, so that (laughs) might just be an aloe thing. That is a point. That is a point, though. I
0: mean, the Black Couch is also an aloe thing. I guess there's a difference between the scene and crossover hits.
1: It has different connotations than just the pool. The pool is just a porn setting. The couch is, you know, <laughs> has connotations of, you know, Harveying. Yeah, Yeah. Weinstein. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to come up with a neologism here, but you get what I'm trying to say.
0: Sticks. I think wine translated to my withered, leftover brain.
1: Anyway, the, the World of Warcraft freak-out bedroom is, uh, <laughs> that's we we get to remember that instead of, you know, being able to ever own a home. That's that's our that's our generational privilege.
0: Born too late to own a home, born too early for the water wars. <laughs> Wait, let me phrase that.
1: To serve
0: in the water wars. Then again, we might have that whole mod human stuff. I'm sure you could like refurbish a 50-year-old me or you into a decent trooper with a gun. <laughs> with a gun, yeah. The cyberpunk cyborg modification of shoving a gun into a walking man's hand and saying get at it boy
1: oh no i was gonna say into his mouth um but sure
0: yeah you know th- different visions different visions uh, that's what we call lexical ambiguity and it leads to confusion and conversations about the impending water wars but it's okay sam do you know why it's okay
1: Yeah, I was already having fun before this, now I'm really having fun.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, we had some wacky-ass technical issues before this, people, by the way, like, the kind that... There's a certain type of rage reserved for either family members you hate or FromSoft games you love, and we really breached that on the way to setting this episode up.
1: I don't think I'm capable of getting angry at, uh, humans the way that I can get angry at computers. Because humans humans don't make sense, but they make more sense than a computer that's not doing the thing that it's fucking supposed to be doing.
0: I like to sometimes just imagine a shoe that every now and then would just flash red and say no. Only it's a $2,000 shoe, (laughs) and society is organized around this shoe. And I have a podcast that needs this shoe to work. That
1: needs the shoe to fucking work. <laughs> and
0: that is the fucking arena we just hacked and slashed our way past.
1: Oh, by the way, this episode's about in species reviewer. I'm uh, I'm not going to talk about in species reviewers though, uh, for pretty much <laughs> about as much of this episode as I can, because it doesn't really deserve uh, my analysis, and honestly, I, whatever I had to say about Aramanga Sensei, I have to say about Interspecies Reviewers. So, uh, Interspecies Reviewers, go fuck yourself. Cool. <laughs> what do you want to talk about, Denard? I'm like, I'm down for whatever.
0: That's a great question. I suppose I need to do my micro-cut on Interspecies Reviewers, because I promised I would bring my wisdom to the people.
1: Yeah, fine, go for it. I'm not gonna participate, but go for it. So
0: what I'm going to do, first <laughs> stop, is just say that I am inspired today. I am aglow. Because, I know, I write, I do the comedy thing, and like any creative person, I get those little flashes of doubt. And I see Interspecies Reviewer is on television and the internet and it has fans, and I can do it. I know I can do it now. I believe in myself in a genuine, uncomplicated way for the first time in my life. In fact, I'll say it. If I, air quotes, make it in any capacity, I may have to, like, fucking credit interspecies reviewers. I will be on a fucking podium at some fucking awards show, and I'll say, there's one person I couldn't have done this without, and that is the parole officer of the director of interspecies reviewers. Oh uh, yeah, so, in case you weren't there for the fucking episode where we first talked about this, or in case you're not a Depth 3 or greater fucking weeaboo piece of human trash, Interspecies Reviewers was a surprise. Run- oh my god, you are legitimately not talking about this fucking show. <laughs> it's just me, okay. Okay. This. This will be... <laughs> Okay, okay. Fine, fine. I can solo this, boss. Uh, I do normally summon the phantoms in Dark Souls, but I'll do this all by my lonely. You know, like the fucking Eminem this. Interspecies Reviewers is a show about men that review prostitutes. It's sort of in an isekai setting. It's not an isekai per se, because no one gets hit by a fucking truck, so they skip, I don't know, the first ten minutes. But did I mention this is a show about men reviewing prostitutes in a fantasy setting? Because, uh, that is what it is, and it is a special failure. And not only especially special I guess it's sort of a harbinger of a new thing. I think it's going to continue in that it's sort of walking this line between being an animated comedy and a fucking porno. And the thing about it is that I'm not against animated comedy, and I am not against porno. I consume prodigious amounts of both. But I guess by trying to serve two masters. Maybe that's disingenuous. This thing isn't broken because it tries to do both things. It's really. I said this thing during the Arrow Manga Sensei review. About how you can't really have a sex comedy written by people that haven't seen other people or the sun since the fucking Bush era. And I guess that is the core problem with the whole Interspecies Reviewers, Ishizoka Reviewers, however you want to fucking say it. You are legitimately just out. I cannot believe that. Hey, Sam, what'd you cook today? Steak. (laughs) Fuck. Go on. In my fucking pristine value system that I like to call the correct way to live and think. You can't really have a good sex comedy written by people that haven't seen the sun. I could play the various moral angles with the whole medieval prostitution thing, but they don't care. I don't think you really care because I sometimes it feels kind of trite to talk about any kind of ethics in a show that already sucks by default? Like, if the jokes are already broken and nothing is erotic or whatever, does it even matter if it's amoral? That's a fair question. I think, though, that sort of plays to your engagement. <laughs> Can't believe... I have been abandoned! Alright, I should get a little more granular with this. I'm doing a lot of high-fucking-level stuff here. So this show basically has, a. Uh, Sort of three, sort of five main protagonists. All five of whom are, uh, in the Spider Jerusalem terminology, whorehoppers. Did Hunter S. Thompson say that too? Half of Spider Jerusalemisms are Hunter S. Thompsonisms. Either way, they are whorehoppers in a fantasy world. The main one is a guy named Stunk, who, as far as I could tell, should not only be in sex jail, but normal jail. And since he's sort of complicit in the grooming of a terrestrial being, our secondary or The only other two people you really need to give a fuck about. There are more people. This thing has a Pixar problem where it really should take and it's five characters and made them two, but... There is an elf whorehopper and an angel whorehopper. And the angel whorehopper is sort of a 2016-era, like, trans-feminine joke. And the elf whorehopper does not really have much of a personality beyond lifespan jokes that you have already made if you have heard t- six minutes of a mediocre D podcast or a good D podcast if those exist bazing now when it comes to the fucking elf jokes i guess a decent example is actually the first example the point where this show thinks it has you because, you know, when you start a comedy, especially a high-contact comedy, sometimes you want to put what you might consider your fucking best shot in there. Think Fry falling back into the vat, the air is rolling by him. Like, you need to hook us in quickly. So it comes in with this thing where main human whorehopper, main elf whorehopper, they have names, those are lost to time. <laughs> <laughs> so main human whorehopper, I mean
1: he's fucking left me alone with this fucking show uh, this can end at any time we could talk about something else anything else I want to talk about baseball personally <laughs> we can talk about
0: baseball after I've explained the concept of the show okay so how this basically opens is that the human Horhofer has had sex with a actually 500 year old elf prostitute because anime is bad and you should feel bad for liking anime or even listening to someone talk about anime the elf whore hopper has just had sex with a 50 going on 70 human prostitute. So the thing that this show thinks it's a silver bullet is this banter between them on whether it is grosser to interact with a prostitute that looks old or is old with the whole do you understand how it's impossible to talk about this show without sounding like you have gone fucking crazy but here's the thing you haven't gone crazy everyone's gone crazy because this was a sleeper hit there was in fact an anime youtuber i forget which one it was because you sort of have gigak mother's basement than other people when it comes to that shit but uh there was a YouTuber who inspired a small uprising on my anime list, think sort of IMDb, whatever, to vote Interspecies Reviewers, the number one show on the platform, which led to mass downvotings of shows like Fullmetal Alchemist, Brotherhood, and the like, which is the reason that this show stuck in my memory, because we were willing to like deface other monuments to prop this one up. So, part of me thinks that I have to accept that this will be part of just the new normal. Much like my growing collection of wacky wrestling masks for the whole COVID business. What'd you cook yesterday for dinner, Sam?
1: I microwaved some fettuccine Alfredo from the previous day.
0: You microwaved some fettuccine Alfredo from the previous day. You know what fettuccine Alfredo reminds me of? The complete... Oh, he even stops talking. We can tell I'm transitioning to the fucking show. You see, this is the problem. He's knowing me long. I have, I have to play, like, a game now here. There's a whole meta I need to try to be fucking aware of. <sighs> Did you enjoy your fettuccine, Alfredo?
1: It was microwaved. <laughs>
0: I can't believe this is what my existence has become. I'm not only talking about the fucking hooker anime. I'm talking about it By myself. (sighs) Alright, so I'm going to go more into particulars again. And I guess I instead of we for this fucking one. Let's focus on this as a failed comedy for a second. Because it as a failed comedy isn't necessarily just because of the fucking premise. Largely, but not necessarily. Because there was a joke, I noticed, that could have landed. And should have landed. And didn't land. And this challenger. Of a joke. Was a mock game show spot. The show very into. Doing very sticky renditions of the characters. Giving their reviews of various. Beings. Humanity in terms of their sexual value. And there is one point. Where that chick takes the form. Of a game show presentation. And on this game show. They are ranking the top 10 worst species to date, or have sex with, or what have you. It's a relationship context in this one, despite this being the hooker show. And it's the simplest gag in the world, because they're listing off these fantasy races, giving these dumb reasons, and so you think ahead, of, oh, okay, cool, somewhere between 1, 2, and 3, they're going to throw humans up there, and give some brief throwaway reason, like clingy, or genocide, or something, right? No. It's just monster girls from the top down. Because, I okay, I can't say that this is serving two masters, really. Because what it is, is just a terrible porno thrown on television. Like, the comedy thing is dead on arrival. Though maybe that's inaccurate, too. Because the porn thing is also dead on arrival. Because, I don't know, maybe I have blitzed my brain with fucking evil angel products or something. But I don't know who is the person so starved for titillation in the 21st century. That's something that is all niche discretion shots and like fucking 12 year old squirming sounds are what they're looking for. Like, I don't. I am not judging you for the idea of getting your rocks off or even the idea of getting your rocks off on something weird. Something this tepid and half-baked and cached in bad entertainment, I will thoroughly judge you for, like, there are all those stock jokes about how fucking some pornos have too much bad story wrapped up around in them. And this is a product that takes the ratios up to, like, 95 to 5. So, Sam, how do you make fettuccine Alfredo?
1: So the recipe I used, uh, you poach a couple of chicken breasts. It was a chicken, Alfredo. You poach a couple of chicken breasts in a couple of cups of uh, chicken stock. Um, Once they are done, you take them off. Uh, Reduce that chicken stock by half or so. Uh, Add the cream, add some garlic, add some pepper, add a little bit of cayenne maybe. Uh, This is a slightly healthier version. Usually you just make it with uh, full cream. And then you have to uh, temper a couple of egg yolks uh, before mixing those in. This thickens it. I'm educated. Uh, Then after that, uh, you sort of let that be. You make your fettuccine. You make sure to cook it one minute less than al dente because you're going to be finishing this in the sauce. Uh, Once it is cooked to one minute less than al dente, it was nine minutes for me. I transferred it into the sauce, tossed it, tossed in a whole bunch of cheese. (laughs)
0: Just a ton of cheese.
1: (laughs) Some parsley, uh, the chicken, some more cheese, just toss, 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 toss. Didn't quite get the uh, the sauce quite as thick as I wanted it to. It was just a little bit runny. I feel like next time I do this, I'm going to spend a longer time reducing the chicken stock that I poached the chicken breasts in. Uh, back to you, Denard.
0: I would definitely love to try it sometime.
1: It was lovely. If, again, a little bit runny. Would
0: you say that getting the sauce just right is easier or harder than getting through an episode of Ishizuka Reviewers? Alright, we're exploring the margins here, so even a question relating the cooking back to the thing is a strict no-go. Hmm. Is making this sauce the right way easier or harder than getting through an episode of an ecchi?
1: Okay, I'll play with you in this space for a second here. (laughs) Because I watched Love Hina. It was pretty funny. So, I guess it depends on the ecchi.
0: I don't even like Love Hina, and this thing is not as good as Love Hina.
1: Love Hina might not have aged that amazingly well. I would have to watch it again, and... There's a good chance that I'm like, oh god, how did I ever think this was... For- oh god, I feel embarrassed just watching this. Ah, um, There's a chance that happens, yeah.
0: That's fair, that's fair. I mean, that's how I feel about entire marriages, so I wouldn't worry too much about liking one fucking off-culture Ooh. show, despite <laughs> the insults that I throw out freely on this channel about people and their given character. In fact, I want you to know, if you've been a viewer of every show that I say makes you a moron or... A deviant or... Okay, no forgiveness for the fucking Arrow manga Sensei, but everything else, it's fine. It's fine. We have fun here. We're having fun.
1: I know, I think you're kind of a fucking weirdo if you're really that amazingly into do you love your mom and her two-hit multi-target power attacks. Also, fuck you. I don't know who, but you know who you are. Fuck you for making me remember the name of that fucking show. <laughs>
0: Oh man, you know you know you, you are a weirdo but you're not an implicit supporter of trafficking or ear quotes ephebophilia if you're into that fucking show so it sort of puts them ahead of this uh duology we're doing here. All right, so um I guess Sam can get comfy for a second cuz I'm going to dive back into the show we are theoretically fucking reviewing today. You piece of horse shit.
1: I'm going to get a banana.
0: Enjoy your fucking banana, Sam. <laughs> Because I'm a believer in balance and mercy, I decided to write down literally everything I liked about this show. You ready? I like the design of the angel character's dumb little broken halo. He has a halo that looks sort of like a donut if you took a bite out of it. I thought it was cute. I thought it was an original touch. I thought it pointed towards his personality as a drag on this in a way. So like, oh, well, there's an element of a character design I enjoy on this show. It almost distracts me from the weird tight crotch shot that they like to do on that character for reasons that are lost to me in time and human history. And once again, the fucking 2004 era 4chan trans jokes. It's not a... Banana, banana,
1: banana, banana, terracotta, banana, terracotta, terracotta, pine oh i love that fucking song oh sorry
0: go on no no it's fine it's system of a down it's always uh they are disturbingly eternally relevant
1: they weren't fair to us the people saying that they kick you out of their car if you don't sing along with them to their fucking mcr track they weren't fair to us they continue to call a system of a down cringy fuck you dude Wow. Danger Days was cringy. Look at them planting
0: themselves by the Tree of Falsehood. They are making Captain America very sad.
1: Hmm. I don't know why I went with Danger Days here instead of uh, Black Parade. I didn't mind Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Black Parade was... Oof, well, <laughs> man, they, they, they were buying their own press. Music history always
0: takes you back in a very specific way. Even if you're more into other stuff, just thinking about music... We're reviewing fucking interspecies reviewers, you piece of shit. We're going uh, to...
1: uh, uh, correction, you're reviewing interspecies reviewers. I've said my piece. This bitch.
0: This bitch right here. All right. So one of the only things I liked about this wasn't a good thing about the show. But it's something I enjoy sort of just deconstructing my head in animes, which is... Sorry, in anime lest I sound like a middle school lur. is just the odd parodies that bad shows choose to make within themselves. I'm sure it happens in other mediums, but it seems to happen particularly often in anime, and I'm not really sure what inspires the soul of a hack to attack others. I mean, it sounds self-explanatory when I say it that way, like maybe you want to defend yourself, but I guess I just look at the odd action scenes occasionally dropped into interspecies reviewers which are supposed to be you know a gas at the expense of I don't know, fantasy action or maybe just more typical isekai and I wonder why is this here and how is this less funny than the human trafficking jokes and I guess that being derivative will always feel a little worse in my head than being transgressively bad I guess that's just my my fucking value system. Man, you know what this fucking moment is teaching me about our format, by the way? We usually really do a sort of volleyball thing where you will set up a fact and I will spike down a joke. And here I am just running across both sides of the court like a fucking middle schooler on fucking mescaline. And it is. Why did I pick a downer for that joke? Whatever.
1: You know who I hate? Lay it on me. Uh, Bryce fucking Harper. So the Phillies, right, are at the bottom (laughs) of the NLEs. They're at the bottom. This was supposed to be a gimme game for the Mets. Uh, And, you know, we let them score a three-run homer, pull ahead of us. You know, it was uh, 5-4, want to say. You know, it was supposed to be 4-2. We were supposed to just win 4-2, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, but top of the ninth inning, we tie it up. You know, it's 5-5 now, Right. We can take this into extra innings, maybe. Nope. Up third to bat. Bryce Harper. Dings one. Fuck me. This is what it's like to be a Mets fan.
0: Well, Sam, you know what they say? Winning baseball teams are for people that contribute their halves of the fucking review.
1: Well, I've just come to accept at this point, and I'm paraphrasing John Boys here just a little bit, um... I've come to accept at this point that the Mets are not winners. They're protagonists.
0: Are they doing the fucking Hajime no IPO thing? Is it going to be 2040? And I'm still going to be waiting for them to... I was going to say win a season. Well, they were due
1: in 2015. Here's the thing. They were due in 2015 because they're supposed to win every 15 years, right? Mm -hmm. 1968, 1986, that's a little bit close. Roughly every 15 years right 1968 first time 1986 second time 2000, 2000 yeah not 2001 2000 third time okay they show up every 15 years uh and then 2015 next time they showed up so uh not 2040 just 2030
0: you know what the whole Mets situation reminds me of i'll go into this before i go back to reviewing the fucking show the whole Mets situation, the whole thing they contend mm-hmm. with, and I don't know that much about baseball, so correct me if this is wholly inaccurate, Yeah, but I see the sort of deep love their fans have for them, and the sort yeah. of pluck they have built into their like organization spirit. You gotta believe. And I sort of look at the plastic soul of the whole Yankees thing, mm-hmm. and I think of every motherfucker that ever talked about pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> and just how fucking full of shit you people are.
1: Um. Yes, you're correct. The Yankees are. I mean, every team is technically a corporation, right? But uh, yeah, no, no more so than uh than uh, than the Bronx Zoo,
0: the Bronx Zoo, the Amazon Zoo. Yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. You know, what doesn't have a baseball episode and would benefit from one. Ishizoka reviewers, don't you think so, Sam? I'm going to get some ginger ale. Cool. Enjoy your fucking ginger ale. A uh, little insight that um, we both had it, but because Sam's opting out, it's my fucking joke, is that this show, its whole format is basically Tucker Max for suicidal people. Like, just tales of sexual conquest by people... Or at least four people that cannot even imagine themselves having sex they hadn't paid for. And that's an interesting generational statement, isn't it? Like, that really feels like just a burner that your shitty dad would pull out to criticize you and your siblings, right? Wow, that was some real projection on my part. I really just brought that whole dad thing in out of nowhere. I guess that's what happens when I twist in the wind by myself.
1: Well, Sam... for pours- oh, there are... I found strawberries. Morgan got some strawberries, so I found some in the fridge. Oh, cool. Are, and I'm having that. Inside of those strawberries, is there half of a fucking review, you piece of shit? Uh, no. Well, uh, there is some chocolate, and I'm pairing it with the strawberries. There is some chocolate, and we're pairing it with the strawberries. All right. Oh, so, it's good.
0: It's tangy. I'm going to do some more specifics. I- Wait, so, hold on. In our episodes, am I generally just pulling out random, like, sticking points and you do the broader thing? Because I'm sort of noticing that as I go through this here, but whatever.
1: I like I like big sweeping things, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's opening is like a YMCA parody. And there's nothing wrong with parodying any song. No song is holy in my book. I'm not particularly attached to the YMCA song. What is bizarre about this to me is that the YMCA thing is already a, like, raunchy subliminally sexual song like it's about doing the thing so there's not really a parody caked in here it's just it's almost like borrowed interest but not quite I guess I would call it as just fucking nonsensical so just not necessarily something I was mad at as much as I was befuddled with this show very strange very sure oh you know what? Fuck it. Fine, fine. You win. You know what? I watched this week. I watched the psychopath movie, the first one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. How was that? I really, I, uh, I've never really gotten through a uh, psychopath to my um discredit. It's it's not Psychopath's fault. It's just um that happens with me sometimes with shows. I'll I'll get started and something in my life will happen, and I just I just never watch Psychopaths. I really want to. I like Gen Urobuchi. I like everything I've ever seen out of him. Oh, Urobuchi is great. That. But... Oh, not 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 Fate Zero. Sorry, even he couldn't save Fate. You know, within the theory of relativity, I think Fate Zero may
0: even be less painful than other Fate shows. Not good, but it's...
1: Uh, It had this big 40-minute long setup episode that, you know, kept my interest, and then... I think but in the second episode.
0: Fate stuff started happening.
1: We we got to the first fight and wouldn't you know it? They would not shut the fuck up about how they were going to you know, how I'm going to defeat you and what my powers are and what my power to defeat you.
0: Oh Lord, oh Lord, yeah.
1: So I I, it just gave me bleach flashbacks (laughs) and I'm like, Nope, I'm not wasting my time again.
0: Oh bleach flashbacks. We still need to show people the bleach game at some point.
1: Oh, Bleach games fucking fun, guys. Oh, your viewers um listeners, whatever. You can play the Bleach game at home. It's great. Uh, find, you know, your favorite anime streaming service site. You know, that that, that you like that's got Bleach on it, right? Uh, get drunk, <laughs> um pretty drunk. Uh and then you are just going to you need to look up how many numbers of episodes of Bleach there are. Uh, and then just pick a random number from there. You could use a random number generator, or one of you could just shout it out. Honestly, if you're drunk enough, I doubt bias is ever going to enter into it. <laughs> and then you just watch uh. it, and you uh, you try to figure out what the fuck's going on. Uh, and this is funnier. Uh, it's, it's more fun if you uh, quit Bleach when I did, which was, I think, sometime... I think it was called the Bount arc. It was an anime-only filler arc, and I just couldn't. I am so anymore. happy the
0: word Bount does not have like a tangible meaning to me anymore. Like I know it's some subclass or gradation of Shinigami, but I used to just have wiki locked into my brain what each little subnook was, and now I'm free.
1: Yeah, I don't remember so much. The
0: Bleach game. Any episode you land on will bring you a type of joy, right?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh for the last time we played it, it was just the uh, it was the fucking quality animation. Yeah. And just uh, how amazingly fucking they did not even try to draw any of these people, right? This something almost unique to the struggle that
0: long-form show stuff faced pre-seasonal anime. Just the filler stretches, but the filler created that kind of joy. Sometimes being in the middle of a plot that is moving at a glacial place is especially hilarious as they are just reaching for ways to extend this fight
1: yeah remember when people got kind of a little bit miffed that the um that the hika movies were not going to be Canon or at the very least were you know not going to be based on anything from the manga and you know not really advance the plot in any significant way or
0: like I don't know why they're surprised, because they've been doing that with Shonen Jump properties
1: forever. They've been doing that with shit, yeah, for basically forever now. I don't think any of the One Piece movies are at all canon. But, like, there's so fucking much of the canon anymore that I don't even know, like, how it doesn't fit in. Like, honestly, just whatever you consider it as such. I remember all the Pokemon movies are not canon. Oh, yeah, and then there was that one actual episode of the show that was um super not canon. Or at least super filler, and everyone kind of lost their shit a little bit. I'm like, bro, you do not remember the entire seasons <laughs> of filler, right? Seasons of filler. <laughs> oh man.
0: But not to get off topic from my detour, I watched Psychopaths like its a movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, it's really particular to the things I enjoy, but I had a very good time with it. I mean. Gen is very good at making sure things build and the movie builds on itself pretty well. And I was interested to see how they would face the do we want to make this movie something you have to have seen the show or not for, and yes and no. They sort of recap things well enough that you'll understand all the setting stuff. I think why you should care about some of the character stuff would probably escape you if you hadn't seen the show, but... You wouldn't be miserable or lost if you just jumped right in there. You just wouldn't enjoy it as much. Maybe... That's a good point of comparison. Serenity? Remember Serenity? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like Serenity.
1: You could kind of pick up on what was going on in Serena. You get like a pretty good idea of the characters. There's that like fun opening shot, it's a very Joss Whedon-y opening shot where, you know, it's all the one shot and it's, you know, following Mal, you know, through the ship as he interacts with all the other characters. Oh, I remember it that. does a that pretty a- efficient job of, you know letting you know who all these characters are, what all their, you know, personalities are, you know, just who you're dealing with. Yeah. Well when I was watching Firefly, what I kind of um one of the tragedies of its early cancellation was just the fact that there were several characters because it was this big fucking ensemble cast, right? Right. Uh, There were several characters who just like never interacted. They never got a chance to like, if I got it right, I do not think that Simon and wash ever really had any significant interactions. I might be wrong about that. Uh, Maybe they had one or two, but I don't remember them talking much.
0: There was a show. I want to say it's community because it's a community kind of joke. It just had a gag when a season was starting about. And I can see characters are interacting, brand new pairings! Ooh. Which is also funny, I guess, given the cancellation and all that. Though that show got to come back from the dead, but I guess Firefly did not get to come back from the dead. It is interesting. In a way, though, that is one of the sort of small joys of long running things, right? Like just uh, free radicals. Hmm. I guess the tragedy of Game of Thrones is that they couldn't just keep doing that forever. Eventually, they had to figure out where they were going.
1: Oh, man. And they, uh, <laughs> and they didn't was nowhere know where that anyone wanted to go. <laughs> uh. Like, no one.
0: There was, the about a really funny throwaway thing about the fucking um Pass movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this goes for um both the uh, sub and the dub, but I had the dub. Psychopath sort of tries to slow roll that the whole Sybil world is a sort of a shitty place to live. But the opening song of the movie is like, I've surrendered my freedom to a hellscape, nothing matters, kill me! And I'm just like, oh,
1: cool.
0: <laughs> Spoilers, I guess. <laughs> it was an amusing moment. Mm hmm. The movie has this interesting kind of tension to it. I call it the uh, snake Raiden problem. You could also call it the fucking Dante Nero thing or whatever. Which is, they have this new protagonist, right? After the first yeah. part. And she's not a bad protagonist. It
1: is a good character. But she's not a Akane, right? Yeah, it's... Like, it's just like, we're, okay, where's Akane? <laughs> it's like, cool, cool, yeah. I mean, Raiden has a very
0: traumatized past. I see all of that. Child soldiers are a huge problem What's Snake doing? What's Snake doing? Come on Come on fe- Feed me on, I want
1: to see what snakes have to
0: <laughs> Every time the Sort of Main season one guy Comes back it's like Yeah
1: Yeah <laughs> I kind of had that problem With um, This isn't an anime uh, With Prototype 2 Right uh, Which had like This new main protagonist But like Alex Mercer To me Had become Such a personal Fucking meme <laughs> That I was like oh man I want to play as him again I want to like do this except in I don't know LA or something this time like I wanted a more mediocre game than they gave me to be fair in terms of
0: character motivations after playing as ultimate bastard Alex Mercer I admire them just making the sequel hook you are a guy who fucking hates Alex Mercer (laughs) (laughs) that makes sense to me that scans Alright, so I guess this is now a review of the Psychopath movie, right?
1: Uh I think you're kind of on your own there too. Like I'll engage you, you know, <laughs> where I can, uh, but I I did not watch the Psychopaths movie.
0: Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. The last thing I will say about the show we were actually supposed to be reviewing is that my comrade here, right? He went through fucking handshakers. He went through Seraph of the End. He went through Do You Love Your Mother and our run-on title. He went through *Arrow Manga Sensei. And it seems that this is what it means to go beyond the impossible. I guess I have to make Ishizoku reviewers the new holder of the reverse Gorin Lagan trophy. Because it just keeps on finding new ways to disappoint you. It keeps on getting worse. You can't even really whack off to it if that is your inclination. Let me triple underline that. If your goal as a consumer is to masturbate, interspecies of viewers is still a waste of your fucking time because it's basically niche fetishes refracting off of each other into a thing that is not related to like base concepts of human sexuality anymore.
1: I'm going to break the rule that I set for myself. I'm actually going to kind of engage here. Yeah, I don't think anyone who saw this show, who this show was for, doesn't know what InHente.net is. So, like, <laughs> shut the fuck up and go there. <laughs> Stop fucking review bombing. Yeah, yeah. Like- Just go fucking <laughs> jack. You could find tags. You could find, you know, whatever the fuck you're into.
0: There are better there. and easier ways is what we're getting at. Instead of this... Is this basically just sort of like a Newgrounds thing of a bigger budget? I'm not going to get an answer to that because of your fucking game, but that's a way to sort of look at this show. It is like getting your pornography from like the little flash wiggles on Newgrounds back in the 2000s, for those of you who are ancient like myself. In short... Psycho is a very enjoyable first season the show. The second season's kind of wobbly. It's kind of like, a, I don't know, fucking Voyager or something, but still kind of fun. I uh, recommend Psycho as a fan of um, Cyberpunk Tingles. I still haven't seen the third season, but I'm going to get to it. I need to get to that. I need to get to Devilman Crybaby.
1: Oh, yeah, anything Bisakhi touches turns to gold.
0: I do like gold.
1: That was him doing um, Isaac
0: Oh, that's him and Isaac Which, again? Oh, no wonder. That's
1: Still the best show of this year, I think. If it's going to have any competition, it's probably going to end up being God of High School. God of High School is the exact kind of, like, fucking crazy <laughs> and also kind of stupid that I absolutely adore. Yeah. It has that exact energy where, like, I don't have to think about consequences or anything. Not much, at the very least. Like, that's, that's taken care of for me. I can just... Listen to the fucking dubstep OP and know exactly what the fuck I'm in for.
0: Being only three episodes into that show, I still already love it. In fact, I, I got to get caught up. That might be what I do after this.
1: i got to get caught up, yeah. I think that we'll only get, like, um three more right now uh, because it's currently airing. So, hell, dude. I might, uh... Shit, I'm not going to be really in the position to watch anime come Monday.
0: Ah, uh, So right. maybe
1: that is what I do on Sunday night. Once I'm all packed, is just catch up on God of High School.
0: All right, p- packing up, packing up. I hope you enjoy your journey, and I hope that on your trip, you find your half of the motherfucking
1: review, you useless piece of spineless shit. So I had two versions of the stick, right? The version that I went with, right, Um, which it's not even a shtick. It's, um, no, I've said all I need to say about the show. And then the other version was that it rendered me comatose for two and a half weeks and that, that would explain my absence from the show. But because I cannot keep my big fucking mouth shut that is, uh, you know, we kind of broke kayfabe here. There go your secrets. Uh, and, oh, well. They weren't enough to save him anyway. Anyway, Sam is
0: banished from this fucking show for two weeks so says I because I fucking edited it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Denard Dale Show, motherfuckers.
1: I will spend my banishment, you know, well, you know, on a road trip. You.
0: Interspecies Reviewers Producer.
1: <laughs> Them's fighting words.
0: Pistols at dawn, bitch.
1: Listenership, what do you want me to bring you back?
0: I could do some boardwalk trash.
1: I think we'll get some boardwalk trash. Yeah, I'm going to Delaware, which is thankfully not on the list anymore as of this recording. Woo! Delaware is a state. uh, There are a few of them. This is one of them that features boardwalks and boardwalk towns. And you know what's in boardwalk towns is boardwalk t-shirts.
0: And boardwalk (laughs) t-shirts are a very, very special... Breed of media.
1: They're this very uniquely American thing in just how trashy they are. They're a special, I hate to repeat myself, but unique kind of trashy. It's true, it's true. Like no one would ever be caught dead wearing (laughs) one in civilized society. And yet they still exist, which means the people buy them. People
0: are going for it. I generally have trouble connecting with understanding people in a way, but every time I see a boardwalk t-shirt for a second, I just get it. I just get the American brain.
1: Uh, For instance, one boardwalk t-shirt, and, like, hopefully, God, God, I fucking hope it still exists. (laughs) It's just a fucking, you know, just clip art of a, just someone's fist and yeah, you know, just the words. I'm going to shove my entire fist up your ass.
0: I've seen the shirt. It's there's verbatim, no there's no wit
1: to it. There's no wit. There's no punchline. There's no twist. Nothing. Just <laughs> just angry man. Just, fist. Just a vow. Just a statement of fact that you are going <laughs> to shove your entire fist up the reader's ass. Like this fist,
0: your fist. It's it's like your tanlorn. It is like your quest to find it an ass. It's your reason to. <sighs> I try. Anyway, Sam is fucking banished. This has been Weavu Hell <laughs> with Denard Dale and only fucking Denard Dale. <laughs> oh, the Mets lost. It's Weavu Hell. The Mets can keep losing, bitch. See you all later.